May God use and overrule my words. May God's word only be spoken and may God's word only be heard. Amen. Have you ever gotten a letter that arrived at just the right time? It provided consolation, humor, empathy, reassurance, love, whatever you needed. I remember when I was in college in Davidson, North Carolina, a long way from home in Montgomery, Alabama. I went to the post office on Valentine's Day that year and I had a note from my mom in a package. And as I opened it up, there was a note on one of her five by eight inch post-it notes that was lined. And in her handwriting, she had written the letter that I can still see as I was walking across the lawn. I can still imagine it in my hands. And so I felt so moved as I opened the package and read her words. I felt close to my mom, even though many hours separated us. The words she wrote on that note included how she wouldn't trade the hours of lost sleep, the worry lines, or the gray hair. Well, she just covered up those gray wisps with other color but the message of unconditional love remained bright and still moves me today as I think about that note what a gift that package was then and now as I mull over the words from the epistle from first Peter today I heard this stirring in my heart as if those words were a gift being delivered just to us in this time with a message of guidance for today so poignant, so reassuring. Did you hear it? Well, before we revisit, I want to get our bearings first with First Peter. What we have before us is a portion of this letter written to several Christian churches in Asia Minor, Turkey today, who have experienced suffering and trying times. Well, what is their conflict at hand? Well, it's probably not persecution by the government, but it's social tension that's afoot. See, these Christians are considered unpatriotic because they don't ascribe to the gods touted by their local authorities to their cities. They keep to themselves physical distancing, primarily because their neighbors don't understand this faith they practice. As the Christians don't fall under the protection of Rome that's been granted to the Jews, their practice as church is manifested as being the household of God. That's how they refer to it in other places in First Peter. Biblical Israel in exile and dispersion was their model for being that household of God. Doesn't this sound like how we're being church in May of 2020? It's not that the church is closed. It's that we are dispersed. And we are being opened up in these ways that are challenging. 
challenging us to think and act differently. And yet we continue to be the household of God in each of our homes, apartments, bungalows, etc. Now that we are in the mindset of the first century in our common era, let us revisit the words of this morning's epistle offered as a gift of inspiration and assurance for us. I'm going to revise the words a little bit for the lens of the 21st century. So take a listen. My friends, for whom I love as only God loves, around us are strange things happening. They feel like tests and temptations, don't they? Try doing this as you can. Take comfort, even joy, knowing that the sacrifices you are experiencing are a way of sharing space with Jesus Christ. When you see glimpses of Jesus revealed now, know that his glory is unchanging. Rejoice in those God winks. When people challenge you in a myriad of ways, questioning of wearing a mask or not in the public space, resuming worship in person or continuing online, choice to go ahead for a summer jaunt to the beaches of Miami or Fort Lauderdale, take a moment. Make space for a deep breath through your whole being. It is the Holy Spirit resting upon you and bringing you refreshment. It is not upon your shoulders to respond. In all the difficulties that surround you, get some perspective. Remember how strong and mighty God is and begin with that humble posture. And God will lift you up at the right time in God's time. It's hard to wait, unsure of what tomorrow looks like. I know. Put your anxieties and distractions on God. Entrust those concerns to the Lord, for you are one of the sheep in God's flock. Remember, you too are cared for, precious one. Next, keep your head clear. Be vigilant. Hard times are still ahead and temptations are at large swirling around you. Evil looks to devour that which is good. So when you feel swayed or crumbling, resist. Stand firm. You are not alone. You have the solidarity of every other child of God around the world. For we all are in this time of hardship and pain. So lean upon your belief in God, which is solid. And as you hold on, as you endure, God's grace will surround you. God's grace will bring healing. God's grace will support you. God's grace will make you strong. And God's grace will settle your anxious heart. For though this time is hard, God continues to have this promise to you that you are invited 
to eternal glory in Christ. Our God reigns over all days, good, bad, and ugly. Truly. With love and God's peace signed your family in suffering and sacrifice. So that would end the letter, perhaps adapted for the 21st century. And thanks be to God that our forebears, those who came before us, have endured struggles because we are bound together in those shared experiences. Just as those early Christians 2,000 years ago, we too can and will persist in our faith in the midst of our struggles today. It doesn't make conflict-ridden time of fear and pain easy, though. The late writer, Christian writer and theologian, Rachel Held Evans, talked in an interview about the posture she cultivated, and she used that word cultivated, in the midst of conflict and tension. She said that her mantra was tough skin, tender heart. Rachel continued, explaining that if she closed off the part of her heart to protect herself, she would also be closing herself to the part that feels compassion, empathy, and could be moved or changed. She asserted that as followers of Jesus, we don't have the option to have closed hearts. Friends, may our hearts remain tender in the strange days ahead, even when we are scared, hurt, or in disagreement. Let us look to the reassurance and care that we hear in the letter from 1 Peter today. We continue to remain open in God's love as the one body of Christ. Let us pray. Holy God, Protect us in your name so that we may be one as you are one with Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Amen.